Hello and welcome to another episode of Button Mashing 101. I am one of your hosts, Alex Perez. Again, with me is not Dave nor Dan. I am by myself because we have another special episode. Because this time I'm joined by LifeSlide's creative director, Mitko Saprev. And this is one of my favorite interviews I've honestly ever done. It's something that was so personal to me and we go to great lengths because it was just such a comfortable experience for both of us. So just to give you a brief rundown, and as I said, Mitko is the creative director of LifeSlide, and that game is being developed by his team over at DreamTech with a CK, but without the Louie. Silly joke, but yeah, Louis CK is the worst. Anyway, Mitko has been working in the industry since about 2008 and has been with DreamTech since, I think it said, 2014. So... LifeSlide, it's really serene game. It's all about journeying through life, and here's the kicker as a paper airplane. It's got this killer soundtrack. It's got just really pretty visuals, and it's one of those games that you can kind of just pick up, play, and you got it. You'll you'll understand it, and yet it still has its challenges. So this was actually the first interview, and I have a story really quick to talk about with this one. So with LifeSlide, it was such a unique experience uh, to be able to talk to someone for the first time ever because this was my first interview ever to do on Button Mashing 101. It was uh, it was very special to me because of that, and unfortunately, the audio was lost uh, during our interview, and it was such a brutal, brutal revelation um that just was it tore me up because Mitko had given us his time to do this interview and again it was uh, my first one and we both had so much fun talking him Dave and myself actually had so much fun talking and I felt so bad I remember I was uh messaging Mitko uh through email and I was like I am so sorry this is the worst experience I've ever had and of course it's the first interview I mean and there's always going to be some roadblocks, but I didn't imagine it would be that huge of a roadblock where I just straight up lost all the audio. So I was texting Mitko, and he's based in Bulgaria, so it was late at night for him, uh, where, whereas it was the early evening for me over here. And I I felt so bad, and I, I sent him a message. He, he got back to me the next morning, and he told me uh, that he was still down to record again. And that was... Awesome. I'm so I was so glad to hear that he was still willing to come back on the show, which I tell him in the episode it was kind of a blessing in disguise because I really did want to have him back on the show anyway. And I hope that we're building a relationship here with DreamTech and with Meatgo because it was such a fun experience to get to talk to him and I really do hope I get to see him again. Uh, whether in person or in interview form, hopefully I can visit Bulgaria or he comes to uh the States and comes down to Chicago and you know, tries a hot dog for the first time, for the first time, what am I, an idiot, he tries a hot dog over here, you know, from Portillo's or something, but, um, no, this was, uh, like I said, this was a really fun experience, all my interviews so far have been a blast, and, uh, this one, again, has, uh, holds a special place in my heart, because it was the first one. With that being said, I'll, I'll give you a brief synopsis, and then we'll just jump right into the interview, but pretty much the interview pertains to the development process of LifeSlide, what some challenges that they faced as, uh, developers, and with COVID, we also talk about mental health awareness and how this game can potentially help someone that's dealing with something like anxiety because this game did help me at a certain point when I was playing it and it felt uh, it felt good to get my mind off things and play something so zen-like and so challenging. It's It does a, such a great job of balancing the challenge and the thrill with beauty and serenity and zen, just calmness. So um, again, the game is called Life Slide. 
you should check it out. It's a fantastic game uh, by Dream Tech. It's going to be available on Steam August 6th. And right now it is on Apple Arcade. So if you've got an iPhone and you have a subscription or you can do a free subscription and try it out. And don't be afraid to leave them a review, uh, whether good or bad, because they are one of those companies that are very transparent and they will talk to you about it and let you know that they are listening. Any any form of criticism they will take to heart and they will let you know that, you know what, maybe you are correct and maybe this is something that we have to fix as developers. Um, so yeah, g- g- give it a shot. And for this interview, we dive right in, by the way. You'll hear from the get-go that we're talking about the first interview and how that went. And uh, from there, the questions will begin and... I'll include a timestamp to that. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this interview, and I really, really enjoyed having uh, Mitko on our on our podcast, and I hope to have him again. And I, like I said, if you want to try out Life Slide, you could give it a shot on Apple Arcade. It is coming out on Steam August 6th with a Nintendo Switch release in 2022. And thank you so much for listening to Button Mashing 101, and I hope you enjoy this interview. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is, oh man, what a, what a crazy, uh, crazy moment. My first, our first interview, uh, insane because it was one of my favorite interviews, honestly, either because it was the first or because it was just so good back and forth. Uh, it was, yeah, mine too, by the way. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. I really appreciate hearing that. It was, uh, I, I was so devastated. I I had to go back into, I had to go into work, uh, almost right after the meeting and I went to, I had some time then to uh double check the interview and i was like oh i wonder how it sounds and i was checking the audio i was like oh my god it didn't record sound and oh man it was so disappointing which is why i sent you guys like seven emails like i felt so bad yeah. so I, I do apologize and i do appreciate you still taking the time to come out to uh do this again because honestly i feel like this is a blessing in disguise for me personally because i get to talk to you again and it was such a it was such a joy to talk to you before so i appreciate it well, yeah, I, uh, I understand how I feel, man. When I got the news about the interview, I was like, no, 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 come on. This this has got to be like the, the best interview I've ever given. And now, now it's all gone. But yeah, I guess uh, we can... We did it once. We're gonna do it again. I, exactly. exactly. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, 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 I figured this is gonna be like a constant thing for us. Uh, I, I hope to have you back on the show anyway. Again, once because uh, you did mention that there's a there's there's a game you're working on post uh, post uh, life slide. So I did want to have you back on the show whenever you're ready to talk about that one. So yeah, that's gonna take a while. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> which pleasure. I'd... Yeah. So um, obviously we have to start where we began like the last interview and this is going to happen a few times where I'm rehashing some of the same questions just because you had such wonderful answers. Yeah, to yeah. Uh, what's the elevator pitch for people that don't know what life slide is and oh, actually I should introduce, introduce myself. Uh, so I am Alex uh, from Button Meshing 101. I'm joined by Mitko, the creative director. So what is your elevator pitch for life slide? It's an atmospheric paper plane flight adventure through life where each level uh, depicts a certain stage of life and it's hard <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's more challenging than it looks like it's uh <laughs> it's surprisingly challenging uh and almost disarmingly challenging uh i think i mentioned the first time i told you about it because yeah it's so it looks super like oh this is going to be zen like it's going to be innocent it's going to be beautiful 
and then it gets thrilling and exciting and it becomes super hard and in a good way though it's challenging in a good way because obviously like life it's challenging yeah absolutely so you you did a good job so what made you decide to create a game about life and give it like this interesting and thrilling and serene experience using a paper airplane yeah so i didn't like have the 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 idea like uh oh i want to create a, a game about life with a paper plane uh, so first of all, I got inspired by the Bulgarian Turkish. Yeah, our studio is situated in Sofia, Bulgaria, and uh, we wanted to. I, I got inspired by by the nature here because we have beautiful, beautiful nature. And uh, basically, I also uh, saw some videos of proximity paragliding last time. I told you that. Yeah. Maybe you have had time to check. I don't know, but uh, if you haven't, do check it out. It's uh, it's pretty thrilling. So I saw some videos of proximity paragliding where people do paragliding in close proximity to things. So it's kind of like wingsuits, but less dangerous and more, you know, uh, scenic. And yeah, um, you get to enjoy the nature more. And I was like, yeah, this is this is an amazing opportunity. Like this, I, I want to create such experience because I'm I I want to experience this. Uh, obviously, I, did, I I was too scared to go proximity paragliding, <laughs> so uh, so I was like, yeah, okay, let's make a game about that. So I started experimenting with this, and uh, because I didn't want to make uh, it, it, I'm not a good content creator, so I, I I thought we'd make some something procedurally generated, so I don't have to make the levels, but I can, yeah, I, I wanted to have the computer make the levels for me. Oh, sure. And yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it, I had several prototypes, but at the same time, with my inspiration from nature and everything, I had this something in, in, inside of me, like an emotion or something that I kind of wanted to transmit. And it was a, it was a feeling uh, that I kind of wanted to transmit. And that's, that's what LifeSide is about. It's a certain feeling. It's a complex feeling. It combines a lot of emotions. Like it has a certain um it, a little bit of nostalgia you have a little bit of appreciation for the presence and, um, also yearning for the future something like this and yeah i kind of it's a mix of a lot of emotions so yeah i kind of wanted to transmit this feeling uh for people when playing this game so yeah no yeah and you did you did a fantastic job you and your team uh transmitting those feelings especially um during the chapters you you give titles such as yearning or such as fighting such as receiving giving all that kind of stuff and it's so interesting how the game plays into those uh title cards because for yearning i personally was yearning for a different area because it was so challenging it was like oh my god get me out of this place but not in a not in a frustrating way it was just like i know i can do this i just have to set the path straight and correct but it's so interesting how every single chapter was perfectly like encapsulated with the words that you chose and then with the um with the theme that went with it for instance fighting you you going through these narrow valleys and you're you're going against these plants that are trying to chomp at you and if they do they take away your time and then you have to find yellow gems which is one of the goals of the game uh, to find yellow gems to extend your time and whatnot and um it was so thrilling and remarkable to experience so i do commend you guys for being able to do that thank you yeah for fighting we wanted to really make it feel like you're in a fight or something and because this uh this particular level because you mentioned it is uh, associated with the adolescence stage of life uh so fighting you can uh, look at it as like you're going to the corridors of school with bullies plants being the bullies yeah stuff like that 
yeah, and yeah. I, the way i took it a lot too was like teenage angst like you're just yeah, always in a fighting exactly. stage almost and it's, it's super yeah. interesting to see it played out as a paper airplane just gliding through it it's so cool so yeah. um i wanted to ask this is one of the questions that i forgot to ask you about uh the pandemic and whatnot and how it had an effect on most studios and a lot of studios were affected by it um so my question is uh how it affected you guys and was august 6th always the uh release date for steam or did you kind of have to push it back given the situation that we were in uh so august 6th uh was something that we came up pretty with pretty recently maybe a couple months ago uh okay. that's when we kind of reevaluated where we are where we're going and said yeah let's let's go and finish life slide let's release it on pc and let's just be able to move on because it's uh no time for us to, to move on. But uh, the, the, the pandemic, well, when we started working on LifeSlide, we were just two people. And then uh, with the um, release on Apple Arcade, we expanded to eight. Uh, previously, we were even 12 people, but then we kind of shrunk because there, were, there wasn't that much work afterwards. And uh, I had to kind of learn managing as we go. And I'm not a good manager. I'm, I'm still not a good manager. I'm having struggles with this. I, I just love to design games and to experiment with stuff and whatnot. And that's like, I'm, I'm generally, I generally like to create stuff and to be creative and yeah, to explore new ideas. But managing, it's just something that I'm really, really bad at. And uh, that was, managing was kind of okay. But when we went home, then managing became even harder for me because, you know, having to kind of, um, it was it was harder for me to track the work through through Discord, through, you know, through all sorts of softwares because we, we had less communication with the team. And uh, I, it's it's a different story. Like it's way better for, for me to have everybody in the office. And then if somebody has a problem or a question, they would just, uh, you know, turn around and say, hey, Mitko, that's, uh, that's a problem. I'm thinking about this. What do you think? How, we sh- how should we go about that? And yeah, and so the pandemic kind of made it more challenging, I guess, but I don't think it's kind of, uh, I don't think it slowed us down a lot. Actually, we are making quite a so- some solid progress. And uh, yeah, that's something I, I really enjoyed because, uh, yeah. And by the way, thanks to the pandemic, we were able to, you know, we were in a very big office. Everything was like very expensive for a while. And then when the pandemic came, we were like, yeah, why don't we just ditch the huge office because everybody's at home and just find a more cozy place. And we found this amazing apartment, like, <laughs> check it out. The walls here, they have flowers. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so we found that this cozy apartment, super nice design. I mean, well, except for flowers, this I suppose this was sort of, uh, this was meant to be a bedroom or something. That's why we have flowers here. Nobody <laughs> ever wants to go here. I'm okay with the flowers, but nobody else. So, anyways, we found this apartment, and I mean, the energy here is just so much more zen. It's just uh, so much, you know, the creative spirit just flows way way better here so i i'd say that you know with the pandemic um people say yeah a lot of bad things happen but i i i see the positives and i'm certainly a lot very happy for for a lot of things that happened and yeah i'm appreciative of it in a way we kind of got to reevaluate stuff i also got to pick up djing while in lockdown so that's awesome i mean there you go yeah you got you got yourself another little hobby to work on potentially yeah, yeah. very talented at so um 
I love the floral design, by the way. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> I hope that's what's actually the reason you guys got the apartment was just because of the flowers. Like, you <laughs> know what? Flowers. This is the place. <laughs> that was one of the cons. We didn't want to get it because, but, but there were like other people, uh, other features of this apartment. And they were like, yeah, this apartment is way too good to miss. And so uh, the, the other guys were like, okay, yeah, we're good. we can live with the flowers. And so, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. I, uh, I, I want to appreciate or like actually commend you again once uh, once more about the transparency. I what my next question was going to be about what's something that's unforeseen when it comes to things uh, that are challenging for a developer or even um, a team, a creative team like yours. And you you already you spoke openly about what challenges you guys face just now and all that kind of stuff. And that's something that your team is really good at transparency. Miko, you are amazing at talking about anything and everything that's going on with your game uh and anything that and everything that's going on with the team and i i do appreciate that i know the community appreciates that so um so congratulations on doing that because i do see often that you guys are quick to respond to any reddit comments or even comments on the apple arcade store uh about just some uh critiques that people have and that's that's an amazing thing to see from a creative team and a developer because it's so progressive to see someone that forward thinking to be able to just talk to the community about what's going on. Yeah, well, uh, I, what was the question? <laughs> there wasn't, yeah, there wasn't I, a I question there. In, <laughs> yeah, I believe, in, I, I believe in transparency and honesty. Honestly, I think this is, this is the way to go. If everybody uh, is like that, I think we're going to live in a much better world and everybody's going to have a lot more money or whatever it is they're chasing and wanting so uh yeah but not everybody's like that i think we're get, gonna get there at some point and i hope that with games uh like life slide and then other titles that just spread positivity uh we can kind of get there uh, bit by bit but uh, yeah yeah i think this is the the best way to go because yeah when we make a mistake people will point it out and then if you admit the mistake you can get some help people would get you some pointers and if they see that you're willing to work on yourself work on your project on your company uh they they are ready to give you a second chance and i've seen this uh, we also have some plugins on the unity store and we have customers that have been, been satisfied uh, at first and we've worked to get them satisfied and it it really pays off before uh yeah when you this really kind of wins uh, people's trust and this is this this is amazing and it makes the product better it makes you a better uh, person it makes everything it's it's mutually beneficial yeah exactly and that's that's the beauty of it um, speaking of Apple Arcade launch I wanted to talk a bit about it you launched in fall of 2019 um, and this is one of those questions that I asked before I wanted to ask again because again your answer was great um, you guys launched pretty successfully I would say um, it it is sitting at 3.9 stars out of four. I think that's pretty great. But there's things that I noticed that are, are not bad either. I noticed that you, a lot of people are like, this is the underrated game of uh, the arcade. You guys got to see it. Or this is the hidden gem of the arcade. You guys got to try this out. When you hear those words as a developer, do you think, wow, that's, I, I do appreciate that, but I was, I was striving to be a bit more successful? Or do you, are, you, are you okay with hearing that? So uh, <clears throat> not going to lie, I was striving to be a bit more successful sure yeah <laughs> but i i can definitely understand where this whole thing is coming from because when we launched an apple arcade in 2019 uh the game was just not 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 entirely finished we weren't we weren't quite there and because the whole apple thing was very new to us and the whole mobile thing was, was very 
uh, new to us. The control schemes for the game were not very polished and were not working. And we thought it, they were good, but it turned out that it, they weren't that good. So people uh, immediately started complaining about them. And actually, our initial our initial rating was 1.6 or something like oh, that. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had to push a lot of updates to kind yeah. of get it. And with each update, it would improve uh, slightly. And uh, yeah, we have another update queued right now. Hopefully, it's going to get uh, get out very soon. And I hope that we're, we're going to keep this tendency of uh, improving the rating. For me, the rating is absolutely important. It, it, this is basically people's uh, uh, what people think about the game. And uh, this is uh, the same thing with uh, the Steam the Steam release. For me, it's very important what people think about the game, obviously. And until people think it's good, uh, I'm gonna continue working on it yeah. just to make it a good game for a community that would appreciate it. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't, um, I don't. It, reading these comments, I think we totally deserve it. I mean, all the bad reviews, one-star reviews. There was like an issue that there is still an issue until the new update comes out on Apple Arcade, where the game would destroy your save data. This, this is absolutely frustrating. So I don't blame people for you know giving a one-star review. I would give a one-star review if that happened to me. So that's totally understandable. And uh, yeah, I just uh, hope we get the updates running so that we can you know clear these issues and continue on because there there is more to offer and yeah no the future is looking bright i mean everything i'm reading is uh everyone is excited for the steam um release i know there's rumors or even speculation or thoughts about console release and i do know that you guys plan on doing a nintendo switch port in 2022 if i'm not mistaken which uh, yeah yeah, which I, by the way, is an amazing idea. I mean, this is the most Nintendo Switch kind of game where you just kind of pick it up and play. Right, um, so, <laughs> I know. <laughs> so it makes perfect sense to port that to that. And I know a lot of Nintendo Switch uh, users are going to be very excited to try this game out for sure. Um, so I was playing your game, obviously, as as I've been doing lately, and uh, it is quite challenging. I still cannot get past the receiving part. Uh, I'm really? Having, yeah, it's it's just my it's my own kind of playing play style that's just getting in the way but uh i was playing and uh i i noticed i i first of all i i don't know if you were inspired by other zen like titles but for myself i was like wow i can see a lot of flower in this game and sure maybe you didn't were not inspired by flower as we talked about previously in our first interview but it does seem to like show it's like these parallels in a really good way like it's a beautiful game and um so my question is what inspired the minimalistic, like low poly art style? What uh, what inspired? What kind of games inspired you guys to make this? <laughs> okay, you know why? Do you know why we picked this style? Because back then, when we started working on it, uh, we were just a team of two, and previously, because I had worked on other games with friends, uh, and we would start working like five people on a project, and then it would be only me left on the project uh, working, and. When I started working on LiveSide, I was like, okay, for this game, I have to have some sort of art that I'm gonna be able to create myself if, uh, it, if I was left up to it. I mean, if I was the only one left on the team, I should be able to still do it. And because I can do low poly and uh, I'm not that good with texturing and things like that, I was like, yeah, this is gonna be that stuff. So yeah, this is how we, honestly, this is how we pick the art style. And then we tried to make the most out of it uh, as artists joined the team. We wrote um, a tool that actually allows us to paint these low poly 
um, faceted geometry inside of Unity with tools that are very intuitive and they're like Photoshop, but also, um, you know, they get uh, they they give you a lot of artistic freedom and uh, they can do a lot, a lot of things. So these tools that uh, we made for painting the, the objects in the game, I think these are the ones that kind of set life size aesthetics apart from other low poly games because we have something that, yeah, the tooling we used to create the, the colors was was custom in-house and it was something that enabled us to do fancy yeah. things. Yeah, no, I mean, you can't talk about the art style without actually talking about the soundtrack, which is something I wanted to dive in almost right away. Uh, and I absolutely love the soundtrack. Um, I did mention before, and I'm trying to get that scoop again because I lost it with the inside scoop that is the soundtrack coming to Spotify because I was looking for it on there. <laughs> yeah, um, probably it's going to come to Spotify, Amazon. Uh, so, yeah, we it's definitely also coming to Steam. Um, okay. With the release of the game, we are working to get it uh, get it done for them, and we are also extending it a little with uh, composer Alexander Kostov. Uh, so yeah, uh, it is definitely coming. Uh, you guys are gonna be able to get it, and maybe even get it in a bundle with the game. Oh, awesome! Yeah, Mr. Kostov did a fantastic job with the uh, the music, the soundtrack in it because. There's moments within the soundtrack that are balanced so beautifully between thrilling, exciting, and then just serene and calm. How difficult was it for uh, Alexander and yourself uh, trying to find that happy medium where it's like, you know what, this can this moment can be Zen-like with the uh, with the soundtrack, and then this moment has to be thrilling. Was that was that a difficult process for you guys? So we should definitely ask Alex about that because I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm not the one who made the music. Uh, what I can say is that I had something very, very, very specific in mind when it came to the music. And I even had to write my own melodies at some point just so I can give them to Alex and say, can we use this as a bass and then create the soundtrack from there? Uh, and uh, credits to Alex. First of all, he's super creative. He was able to mash up so many genres into one. Uh, but also he is very, very patient. Uh, he has been very, very patient with me because, uh, you know, I've been giving him so many, so many references from other songs, from other kinds of music, all sorts of genres. I've, uh, you know, taken away, isolated different, uh, you know, elements from each song. And I will go to Alex and say, can we use this from that song and this from that song? And he's like, okay, yeah, we're going to find a way to kind of incorporate it. And he works extremely fast, but sometimes I would have him iterate over a single track for like 20, 30 times. And he's like, yeah, yeah, let's, let's keep trying to, to look for it. So it's been, um, for some tracks uh, of the game, it, is, it has been a very back and forth, uh, a long back and forth process, but he works very quickly and he's super chill about it. And, you know, it's just, He's as zen as the soundtrack. <laughs> that's <laughs> so, awesome. Uh, yeah. No, that's uh, that's amazing to hear. Um, there's some beautiful mu uh, music in the game, and there's moments within the game that, I, again, I, I have to say this again because it, it go like this is one of those things where, where when you're playing a game, you want these big moments to happen. You want that big moment when you're playing battlefield, you're playing a shooter and you're like, you know what? I'm going to take this jet down in the most unpredictable way. I'm going to jump out of it and shoot a rocket at it or something. The Ronde, the Ronde, uh, whatever the, that one's called, but those are like big moments in games or you go through a last of us run and super stealthy and you feel super satisfied that you were never caught or even going through like playing far cry and you like 
destabilize an, an outpost all by yourself and do it without being caught, no alarm set. There's oh, yeah. moments in this game where it's like, wow, I can't believe I just crashed my plane, lifted it up. I had maybe a second left to get yellow gems and I got them. I nailed them. I can't believe I was able to like skirt my way down a hill and finally find the momentum after losing it. So by so it's like these exhilarating moments. So I, I have to ask uh, about the level design. Was that all part of your plan or was, uh, was that a little bit of a player narrative that you were hoping that we would get out of that? So uh, yeah, our designer, our level designer, Danny, uh, his motto behind designing the whole levels of Lifeslide is creating moments. So create, he, create, he splits the levels into these moments and tries to make the most out of each one. Uh, and yeah, so it's, uh, it's kind of intentional, but also the game mechanic, the way it is, like, for example, the fact that you are able to run out of time and then, you know, while, whilst falling to the ground, collect some time and regenerate, uh, the game mechanics are also helping with this to create and to, you know, th they are adding to the excitement uh, and are, you know, you're able to achieve some exciting moments while playing just because, uh, you know, you have this uh, set inside the game mechanics and inside the game rules. And inside those moments, uh, the music coalesces so well because there would be times where I would crash into like the ground, obviously be able to lift myself back up. And then the beat drops in the song in like, and it's like this beautiful moment of just this like music that's going, like giving me a story kind of thing. And I am so immersed in the experience. And I just, again, once again, I have to commend you for it because it's such a, you and your team rather, uh, because it's such a beautiful experience to be able to um, experience the music as I, 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 I think you intentioned it because it's like these moments are insanely cool. Yeah, well, we didn't, uh, we didn't have an intention for that. Like the music, it just goes, uh, with, <laughs> it's not, you know, uh, procedural or sure. something it just it's just uh, uh the music just changes uh seamlessly from level to level but nothing else but so it's all you it's all in your head but that's it's awesome it's a it's a very awesome thing that we managed to um to make you think that it might might be intentional because uh yeah this is this is great awesome actually yeah yeah no it's it's a great experience because uh I end up losing a lot of time in my day. And that's not a bad thing, losing it as in like I spend three hours playing Lifeslide life slide, and I'm like, where did the time go and whatnot. And uh, you guys did a great job to kind of like keep me going back to it. It's, it's, almost, it's almost crazy. Like, was that part of your design too for the restart screen to just be quick and instant? Yeah, well, initially the, the restart screen was uh, a lot slower. We had these animations when you died, but with some help, with some additional help from other team members uh, and uh, other people, uh, we were able to, you know, refine the whole experience and the, the game design, the game loop to make it, you know, uh, faster and to make it, yeah, uh, more addictive. Because otherwise, uh, previously, it was a little, it was getting a little frustrating because you would die and then you had, had to wait. And the game didn't allow you to jump right back in the game. So uh, yeah, we 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 had fine-tuned them. My initial um, my initial uh, intention was not that I had no idea what I was doing, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, with some uh, with some right guidance from uh, from past members of the team and uh, other people who we worked and consulted, so we got this uh, I think just right. Yeah, no, it's it's a beautiful game and it does a great job of um, just really taking you into it and immersing you in it because you end up like uh, just 
being so immersed that I I ended up like not upgrading my plane for I think till chapter five. It was because I was so enthralled in the game and I realized, oh, the upgrade screen's at the end of a run. Not uh, I can't just pause the game and upgrade, which is fine. But it was uh, it's it's incredible that I can just play the game and play through the story without actually needing an upgrade. Was that also part of your design? Well, the game does adapt to to your playstyle. It's it wasn't like part of it wasn't explicit. It, it wasn't an explicit, explicit part of the design when we started working on it. It kind of designed itself whilst we, while we were working on the game. So uh, it kind of this kind of happens. Yeah, you know, a lot of things in the game they just kind of came with the development. Uh, we just saw what's fun and what's not, and we just went with the ones that are with the things that are fun and the ones that are weren't that fun then then we scrapped those so uh yeah life side is kind of i would say it's a malleable experience we you can kind of uh, you know if you if you're good enough you can play through a good portion of the game without any upgrades and uh if you're really bad and you know keep hitting stuff you would have to you know retry a lot of levels and then you would purchase upgrades which would allow you to continue forward so yeah and you guys are very generous with the upgrade points too. It's not, it's not so much that I, I didn't even ever have to feel I needed to restart a level, which was nice because I could just go through the same level collecting some gems and have enough to either increase my lift or increase my uh, health, as it were, um, and uh, be able to survive be- on that stage better. Of course, then the next stage would be just as difficult, but then <laughs> I, would, uh, I would find ways to navigate myself uh, to, uh, to succeed in that. But it's uh it's one of those games where you just enjoy playing it to the point where it's almost uh mind-numbingly great because i i remember i lost the interview the first interview and i i told you about this before with the i have uh, i deal with some anxiety sometimes and i was feeling very anxious because i lost this interview i i i was emailing you oh, it, was late, it was late in bulgaria so i was like oh he'll he'll get to me tomorrow but uh i was emailing and i was like you know what i'm gonna actually try out some zen mode in life slide tried it out i was so uh like i was very calm after like it it did its job and i i honestly think i i with the with the increase in mental health awareness and whatnot and mental health and and in regards to just playing video games i think this was a really great game that could help a lot of people so i just want to say thank you and also um whether or not you went in uh with the idea of going into this game thinking you know what maybe this could help people with depression or anxiety or that's having maybe a panic episode. Did you, did you intend that or was that something that just naturally happened? So my intention was definitely to put a smile on people's faces and kind of make them feel good. But the fact that we, not only you, first of all, I'm super glad that it made you feel better. And yeah, sorry for not getting back to you earlier. No, we no, were no, that's, that's totally fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, honestly, we also read some feedback on the Apple Arcade uh, reviews where a lot of people have been saying that it helps them with anxiety and things like that. And well, this is just like, wow this is way more way more than we expected and anticipated because yeah i definitely wanted to make people feel good i wanted to put them in this special state of mind that i cannot even describe i just wanted to you know convey an emotion that i had and i wanted to kind of convey it as accurately as possible so that people can kind of feel what i felt if that kind of makes sense yeah but the fact that uh it says that that people say that the game helps them with depression and with, with anxiety well this is just out of this world for me it was like the first time i read it it made my day and then more people chimed in 
and said similar things and then yeah it 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 made us really really happy that's awesome that i mean and you should be proud of your team and yourself for making a game that genuinely can be beneficial to someone if they're if they're in need of something uh, obviously it's only temporary but it does help in a lot of ways because i i got to reassess myself i was like okay this calmed me down this helped me out and i i had such a great conversation with miko that i think miko that i think uh he'd be glad to come back on the show and talk with me so and you did which is awesome that's correct we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is awesome because we had such a great first interview and honestly like i said in the beginning of the podcast it was a blessing in disguise because i get to talk to you again so thank you once again for doing that um so I wanted to go back to the chapters uh, really quick, the, the title cards. Was it yeah. difficult coming up with the names for them? Like, uh, or, or did you kind of know in your mind where you wanted to take that? Oh, man. Yeah, it was so difficult, actually. <laughs> um, and because English is definitely not my native language, I, I struggled even more. I used all sorts of dictionaries to kind of find the right words for that. And uh, yeah, I knew what I wanted to express with these levels, but... I had to summarize it with a single word. word. And if you look at the Apple Arcade version, and also there were some, like, some, a couple of versions back, we changed these titles so many times. <laughs> Just so many times we, we kept changing them because, yeah, we were looking for, for the right words. And I think right now I'm 99% happy with how the titles are. Maybe a few tweaks here and there yeah but yeah i i think the titles make sense to me now uh i like i, I like how they are we they are a little bit vague and this is the, the point of it the, the, the entire game is very vague and um it, this is because i we wanted to let you experience the, the the whole experience in your own way um so yeah and we want to let you get out of it whatever you want and whatever you feel like uh, it is so yeah mm, yeah it was it was hard <laughs> no yeah I bet I mean it seems like a tough thing and you'd think it, it's not it's just one word but it's it's obviously tough to encapsulate an entire chapter of someone's life in one word but you did it so well like knowledge is uh, I think the when you finally unlock the ability to open or smash open doors yeah it's understanding like a, then yeah understand oh it's understanding now okay yeah, yeah. so <laughs> so just like that uh, for example is a great a great example too that shows how good the words encapsulate what the chapters are about and all that kind of stuff so a uh, great job doing that um there's uh some talks about the uh ending which again i haven't reached yet but uh there 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 was some negative comments not so much negative again of criticism as as it were yeah, yeah. criticism about the uh ending whether it didn't have as much emotional payoff as the chapters in between did which the music does a great job to kind of envelope the player in this like world and be like you know what I'm so enthralled this I feel like I'm experiencing life right now as well uh but a lot of people were kind of upset with the ending um and I I do I did read that you guys are tweaking the ending is that still going on yeah so the ending has been in development season since 2019 i mean not not in active development but we have been conceptualizing it we are first of all for the apple arcade right now there is no ending right now for the steam version that we're working on there is still no ending <laughs> even if you even, even if you reach the ending you're not going to see anything but for august 6th we are going to finish this 
thing once and for all. And we are working on an ending sequence that is actually going to be rewarding, especially given the fact that the last level is so so hard and so challenging. Uh, we we wanted to have a, a very nice payoff. We always wanted to make a good ending for the game, but we just never got to to that part because whatever we did back then, we didn't have enough time. We we were you know we had to. We had other more important things to work on the game, honestly. So uh, yeah, uh, we couldn't, you know, dedicate enough time and uh, effort for for this ending. But now that we can, we are making good progress. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's something that I hope everybody's gonna like and it's gonna make uh, their whole playthrough worth their while and uh, their efforts. So yeah, there is gonna be an ending, and we are also going to translate it to Apple Arcade at some point. Awesome. That's that's great to hear. I um I was gonna talk about how uh the oh boy what was it it was the uh soundtrack and how music centric this game is. Um, is this something that you want to work on further, like making more music centric games, or rather games that kind of use the soundtrack to tell a story, or uh, was this something just for this game? Because for me, music is a very important uh, important part of a TV show, a video game, or even a movie. I think that that, that can make or break those things. And for this game, it it definitely makes it because it is the story being told through the music and the title cards. So, was that, is that something that you want to kind of further develop? Definitely. For me, I, I feel the same way, man. It's uh, just uh, yeah, music is super important for me. And I think that, yeah, from Dream Tech will always be focusing on making um, a good musical experience or whatever game we make, uh, no matter what kind of game we make, uh, we are always going to strive to create a, an interesting music, musical experience. And I would also say that we are not limited to this particular style and genre of music or for the next game we are probably going to go elsewhere but still we're going to try to to you know have a very 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 um you know influential music let's say not influential i would i don't, I don't know the word something uh, that would get inspiring? you you know inspiring maybe yeah yeah um, no this music does a good job of that <laughs> um so we were talking a bit about challenges, uh, how the game is quite challenging. Was it, um, was it difficult, like, like trying to learn, adapt or learn from the players and be like, you know what, maybe this is too hard. We have to take a step back. Or was it something that you kind of like, kind of were able to work out easily? Was it, was it, was it a hard process? Yeah, so it was honestly quite difficult because for me, this game has always been super easy. I did not understand why people could not play it when <laughs> I gave it to them because I understood the mechanics perfectly. And I was like, it's the, okay, yeah, I, I guess you didn't make the mechanics yourself, but then again, it's just a paper plane and some gravity. So like it's, uh, you know, two plus two equals four, <laughs> <laughs> maybe kind of thing. But it turned out it's, it wasn't like that. A lot of people and people are still having issues. Uh, yesterday I watched a YouTuber, he... He, uh, he played the demo on Steam and uh, in the first several minutes, as soon as he got out of the cave and gravity and you know, all started pulling him down, he lost his mind, man. He, he replayed this part, was like, what am I doing wrong? And then he got the hang of it, he understood it. It was, he, yeah, everything was okay from that point on. But yeah, um, it was it was definitely, a challenging experience and the challenge came from the fact that i just couldn't understand 
how hard I, I didn't have you know a picture a good picture of exactly how hard and how challenging the game was until we got a lot lots and lots and lots of feedback and only then we could kind of oh okay yeah let's we should balance the game like this and we also re, we remade a lot of things like for example we had to rework the camera at some point for apple arcade because uh the paper plane was getting in the way people couldn't see what's in front so we literally we scrapped the old camera behavior and we remade it into something completely different the one the the one it is now currently basically so uh, yeah along the way we have been tweaking this the experience a lot and apple arcade players have been very valuable uh because they they helped improve the game you know the fact that we started with 1.6 core and now that we're almost four and hopefully with the next update we're going to increase even more um well, this is all because we got valuable feedback from the community. So players do share their opinions and this is very important for us. And this is why we are also very, <clears throat> our community is very important for us. Um, we have a Discord server and we check the Steam forums and Steam discussions for the game for the same reason, because uh, you know, people who have played it, they will share their opinion. And this is something that, yeah, it's gonna help us shape the product better. Yeah, and I hope a lot more developers learn from you guys as well, um, because you guys, like I said earlier, are one of the most transparent uh, developers I've seen that just are constantly communicating with the fans to make sure they're in the know with the development process, with what the team's working on and what humps that you guys are running into or what speed bumps are really kind of just slowing you guys down a bit. But it's it's a great thing to see, obviously. Um, and I, I, I'm, I very much appreciate you guys going out. As a person that plays video games, uh, I appreciate seeing the developer not be so radio silent. So thank you for that. Um, one other question is, was there a game that you were playing during the uh, development process that really like helped inspire you or actually just like kind of de-stressed from all the work? Like it's like, okay, this, this is the game I can play right now. <laughs> so I, I do think I've been playing a game uh, it, it's an RTS called Planetary Annihilation. Okay. Uh, I, I haven't played it for several years now, but back then I, I was playing it a lot. Like I had almost 700 hours. I would play oh it almost, almost every evening after, after work. <laughs> but um, yeah, Planetary Annihilation, it has nothing to do with lifestyle. It's basically an RTS with robots. I was super bad at it. People would just kick my ass constantly. <laughs> uh, even after 700 hours, I don't know, people like with, 100 hours could kick my ass <laughs> yeah, that but it doesn't matter yeah I had, I, I had fun there and actually in terms of gaming um yeah we made a zen like game with you know a positive i hope message and positive feel that potentially can make you smile but honestly i i i love first person shooters uh i love half-life i like uh, far cry 3 the prey the 2017 prey was amazing for me one of the best games i've played ever uh, period and now with my sister we're currently playing resident evil 8 and we're enjoying it a lot that's right um, so yeah uh i i've been playing a lot of action games a lot of games with shooting uh some games like rts games i like uh, arcade games all sorts of honestly all sorts of games mostly games with story um but i also play some multiplayer titles as well for sure yeah no i mean uh we talked about that i actually forgot about the whole praise part pray part because that is one game we talked about that is one of those games that were underappreciated for being such a creative game that you can approach in any way 
Um, so yeah, I do, I do recall that. I also recall us talking about Resident Evil Village because I recently beat that game. That game is really great. Um, uh, how far are you along in Resident Evil Village, by the way? Just curious. You know, I got stuck after beating uh, Lady Dimitrescu. So yeah. I got out of the castle and I'm stuck in this little area. I have no idea what to do there. <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> oh, no. This is where I am. Hopefully everything is okay. Nothing has bugged or anything. <laughs> Hopefully I'm just so. stupid. And- no, yeah. no, 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 no. It, it happens. The game, the game doesn't really hold your hand, so it's 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 tough to figure out where to go next. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we're gonna be figuring out uh, next time we play with my sister <laughs> and see. I, I honestly can't wait to do that, but uh, yeah, with the whole Witchery thing, and now we, we now we're currently right now we're on uh, Steam Next Fest. So okay. um, yeah, this is also something, and um, yeah, with the whole thing, we're we're very busy and haven't been able to play it in several. Maybe several weeks. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with. Time no, yeah, <laughs> that's that's understandable. You're you're big. Uh, you're a developer. You're busy all the time. And E3 just happened, so I get it. Yeah. Um, I've been reading some rumors now uh, about a secret Bulgarian food that lets you live longer and some type of yogurt. Is this a real thing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, we have uh, this yogurt cucumber soup called Tarator. Yeah. which foreigners usually dislike. Um, I, I remember we've, we've had this international camp called CISV. Uh, it was held in Bulgaria, but usually it's held in other countries where kids from all sorts of uh, countries, they gather together and the idea is to kind of get, um, you know, to get to know different cultures and to be to learn to be tolerant, to understand people's points of view, stuff like that. And so because it was in Bulgaria, we, we had restaurants where they were offering Bulgarian food and uh, you know uh, everywhere we went uh, I saw all I saw all, the, all these kids from other countries were like it's the cucumber soup man <laughs> like why why are we having cucumber soup can we not eat cucumber soup I can uh, I have an image engraved in my head in my head where somebody was just you know getting the spoon just checking it out like this <laughs> how can somebody eat this I don't get it <laughs> so yeah but we bulgarians love it for some reason <laughs> me, <laughs> me to, too i have to try this uh this uh yogurt soup thing uh, the cucumber soup that is i have to try this yeah. out it sounds amazing <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you basically you put uh yogurt you put water you put um vegetable oil oil uh and you put cucumbers that are sliced in small cubes oh that's interesting oh man and do you see does it does it work does it give you longer life <laughs> do you feel like you're gonna live to be 170 definitely refreshing <laughs> but i don't know man <laughs> I, I, I i've known people that, that have been eating tarator and they don't look that well that's that's general disappointing rule here. For, yeah, general rule for, for long life would be like, just don't smoke too much, don't drink. <laughs> don't just, do things that are that too bad for you. And you, <laughs> might, you might get to live longer, maybe, maybe. Good to know. Um, so typically we leave this uh, last segment for plugs. So if you want to say the name of your game when it comes out on Steam and uh, also what, uh, what to follow on Twitter. So the social media plugs. Yeah, so uh, our studio is called Dream Tech. With uh, it's one word, Dream Tech, uh, but it's with CK at the end instead of CH. Uh, our game Lifeslide is releasing on Steam on August sixth, 
And then after that, we are uh, aiming to release it on uh, the Nintendo Switch the next year. So uh, yeah, you can follow us on Twitter or join our Discord server. Discord server, uh, yeah, we'd be really happy to have everybody on board. Yeah, and uh, again, you should check out Lifeslide. This is an incredible game. I've been playing it for the last like few days. Uh, fantastic time. I can't commend it enough for a game that does such a great job uh, using the soundtrack to tell a story. And also, you're just playing as a paper airplane, and it's amazing. It's it's the coolest thing ever. It's a beautiful game. Check it out if you haven't heard from it. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, Minko for uh, Mitko for coming to the. Uh, one last and one other interview of ours. So I appreciate you taking time out of your very busy schedule. Thank you. No worries. I'd happily join for a third one if you happen to lose the sound for this one. So no worries. We're going to do this as many times as we have to. All right, for sure. We're going to do that. Yeah, we'll do this once or twice a year and just make sure we're, <laughs> yeah. we're caught up on everything. Yeah, 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 just in case. Is there, uh, so just to get an inside scoop, do we have any information on your new game at all? Yeah, we're leaning towards VR, but I, I we're still not sure if we want to go that way. Uh, it is going to be revolving around the idea that your mindset, what you think, what you feel, is what actually shapes the reality around you and what creates the outer world as well. And so it sounds like an abstract uh, concept that is very philosophical, but we're going to try to make it, uh, you know, consumer friendly, uh, like last time, like. You know, you have a paper plane, you fly it, this is this is last slide. Instead of it's a life thing, you fly direction. So yeah, uh, we're gonna try to, to make it uh, very user-friendly, but we're so, 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 so uh, early into the whole design thing so that I don't, I, I have no idea where we're going <laughs> right now, but I know it's, uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a long journey, but hopefully uh, at the end, it's gonna have, it's gonna be, it's gonna pay off. Oh, well, we'd love to have you on the show next time for uh, any updates on that journey or any updates in regards to Life Slide. I, did, I do remember you were uh, mentioning something about VR potentially happening with that as well. So I do uh, whatever, whatever. You're always welcome on the show. So just let us yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Five um, years uh, five years later, I'd be happy to. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it's going to be shorter, though. Hopefully it's going to be shorter. We, we, we got a lot of experience uh, working on LifeSide, so maybe. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, thank you so much again for coming on the show. And tell your, theme, tell your team that they did a fantastic job, you as well, on creating such an amazing game. So thank you. Will do, and thank you for having me. It was a pleasure once again. All right, you have a good day. Or good night, I think, right? Yep, yep, good, good night. <laughs> All right, well, you have a good night. <laughs> Thanks, bye. Bye.